everybody. I'm Kate Conroy. And I'm Vinny Civitello. And this is Other People's Business, which is the podcast from the New Jersey Business and Industry Association, the largest statewide business association in the country, representing approximately 1 million employees. We release a new episode every other Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. Shout out to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group. They do home, auto, and workers' comp, and they are the official partner of the show. That's awesome. With that out of the way, just a couple of housekeeping matters. This show is available anywhere you can get a podcast. That's iTunes, Google Play, Amazon's TuneIn. We even put these things up on YouTube if you'd rather watch than listen. But no matter how you check this show out, show it some love. Like it, comment, let us know you're out there and you're enjoying the show. So now, our guest today from Diamond Business Communications is Cora Park. Cora, say hi, let the audience hear your voice. Hello, how are you? Uh, Thank you for inviting me on the show. Um, Thanks for asking. Great to have you with us. Um, Okay, so today's icebreaker is what are you currently binging? And this can be books, movies, TV, food. Um, I am revisiting an oldie but a goodie, another oldie but a goodie, uh, Lost. I'm starting Lost over from the beginning. I just did the what felt like four-part season one finale exodus it was just that finale never ended i kept uh, waiting it for bleeds into that. the second season right because they um a little they kind of revisit it from different characters perspectives and everything yeah but that was like, lost a three- is like first of all i don't have anything i'm binging right now so i'm gonna piggyback on kate and just say like <laughs> lost is maybe my favorite show of all time so i love I it mean, i'm lost it's good lost. <laughs> oh well i definitely yeah. recommend it I, I think it's too. a generation thing, maybe. Um, maybe. Although, I it doesn't have a lot of um, seasons. Doesn't it have, like, ten seasons or something like that? No. Like seven, six. I think. Okay. Six. So and not only six, but it's, um, what it is. Yeah. it's um, three full seasons, and then the last few seasons were kind of halvesies because they were trying to negotiate with ABC to get off the air. And ABC was like, you can't just like leave whenever you want. <laughs> like, you know. So they were like, we want you to have at least like three more seasons. And they were like, what if we had the same amount of content as like two seasons, but we cut it up into like three years so you could keep doing your right. ad revenue, keep showing it on your network, all that. And they agreed to that. So it's three full seasons and then a few short ones. Okay. I um, haven't been, um, my Game of Thrones is, I feel like there's nothing that out since Game of Thrones ended that you know binge worthy. Not to say that I'm not binging mind you. That's a um, that's a big claim, right? That's there. a really big thing to say. That's right. that's a, um I can't agree, but okay. I do know what you're saying. Game of Thrones was very much it for a long time for a lot of people, including me. Including yeah. me. Now so that was a limited series. That was a crazy finale, that that series finale. My God. I remember when uh, when Lost went off the air, V was like the show that I kind of picked up after that. That was maybe like the new favorite show. And ABC canceled V like after a cliffhanger and just like broke my heart. And oh. after that, like I, I said, like, I'll never love again. Like, you know, right, is, I know right. I'm not going to put invest myself in a show that much <laughs> just to get let down like that. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, so Corey, you're not binging anything right now? Well, you know, limited series, you know, that you can wipe out, you know, on a yeah. good 
rainy weekend or something like that. Um, I always go towards historical fiction, true things like that. So recently they had a Halston on, you know, one of the channels. Yeah. So that was awesome. Brought you back. And um, I think the serpent was pretty cool, you know, but true story, you know, based on the seventies. Um, but they're all good. Um, yeah. But again, I, I, I tend to lean towards, you know, true, you know, embellished truth. Now, Game of Thrones, of course, that's the other end. You know, it's well, like got to take it. No, out. Game of Thrones was based on the War of the Roses. Well, in I was going to say, Game of Thrones is based on true events. We used to have dragons and everything. I right? mean, no, that's not that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. That's <laughs> how our worlds collide. You know, we are still in the thrust of Game of Thrones. You know, country, so Tell me about it. Yes, you know, but it was just, you know, put out in a, in a more intense way, right? Too funny. So if you liked Game of Thrones and you, you liked The War of the Roses, did you ever watch um The White Queen on Stars? I did. Yeah. Yeah, I that did. was great. So all of them, the Tudors and, yes. you know, like historical fiction is right up my alley. Yeah, Even reading historical fiction. So right now, I tend, when I'm reading, to do uh, business books. I do a business book and then I do a novel, business book novel. So just to get out of it, I can't be constantly doing business 24 seven. Totally. So, but I'm in the series of number four of the John Jakes um, series, the Kent family. I don't know if oh. you're familiar with John Jakes, but John Jakes is the author of North and South. Yes. yes. So it was rec recommended to me uh, by one of my clients actually. And so, yeah, I'm one number, I just finished four. Okay. So it's, and that's been like a couple, it's probably like three years now because I go in and out, in and out, you know, and I do other historical fiction trilogies too. So yeah, that's some great historical fiction, John Jakes. I remember mm -hmm. North and South. Have you read the uh, Game of Thrones books? I did not. Ah, uh, I was going to ask you how they are. I keep meaning to get into them, but they are really long. <laughs> they are. So. I listen but, to them. Know, it's when I traveled a lot. Obviously, last year I wasn't traveling so much. Um, the more you travel, you're on airplanes, you know, you read more, you know, you mm -hmm. just have, there's more, you know, downtime to read. So, yep. but, you know, so, but that's just goes to show. It's true. <laughs> so Vinny, you're not binging anything right now? No, I mean, um, my daughter has had like an iron grip over the television. So, you know, I've just kind of like grinned <laughs> and bared it for a while. Um, you know, we, we've been watching Loki week to week. I think I mentioned that on one of our oh, other yeah. last few episodes. And that's going really well, you know. I think it's actually wrapping up pretty soon as of when we're taping this. By the time it's out, it's probably going to be um, – it, it might even – this episode might even air on the season finale. I don't know, but yeah. That's good for me to know because the last time we talked about this on the show – you recommended the Winter Soldier and the Snowman. Yeah. No, the Falcon and the Winter <laughs> Soldier and the Snowman. <laughs> okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. And that was great. I enjoyed that. There were some slow parts, um, but the the ending was very satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Loki's gonna finish. I gotta start that next. Mm -hmm. Speaking of things that I imagine are very satisfying, Cora, why don't you tell me about Diamond Business Communications? Well, sure. Um, well, we are a IT technology company. Um, we, our goal is to help um, businesses by unifying unifying their use of technologies, um, getting them um, better skilled with their communication tools, so they can communicate with their staff, their you know, their internal staff, their external staff, 
as well as collaborating partners uh, because it takes you know a village to get that going and the better your communication you know your technology is so honestly in a, from a technology standpoint what we do is we we ensure that employees are um, productive right now uh, their uh, their devices are running and running up to spec and more importantly that their data is protected and secure and recoverable from anywhere I mean, you can't turn the news on right now without cybersecurity smacking in the face day to day and now um, even MSPs which is managed service provider like myself are targets so you know just recently last week I mean over the weekend did you hear about the Kaseya uh, cyber I, the attack. last one I heard about was the print thing, you know, where the, um, yeah, the print nightmare and yeah, yeah. Nightmare. Okay, so it, lovely what happened with that is Microsoft unbeknownstly released a patch and left a loophole and mm -hmm. the loophole attacked um, print spores. So anybody with a shared printer, uh, you know, it would, it would latch on there and then all of a sudden inflict its malware and you were done. So, I saw that you know if if a hacker or a bad actor, whatever you want to call them, wanted to get into your machine and give themselves admin privileges, they could use that to do that, which is as bad as it gets. You know, like right. anyone who can give themselves admin privileges on your computer can do whatever they want. So right, so right now, I mean, we immediately sent out a, a an email to everyone saying if you have a shared printer, um, you know, disconnect it. You know, I know it's a pain in the butt, but you know, disconnect it until. Microsoft doesn't have a fix for it at the moment. So, you know, of course they're scrambling and they're getting it, you know, getting it done, but that doesn't say it's not out there. And, yeah. you know, these cyber criminals work 24 seven, you know, at their desks, just trying to get into anybody. They know it's out there. So Nothing they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, it's like all hands on deck. everything you know? for everyone. <laughs> Microsoft made a mistake. Let's go. True story. I mean, this is a fact. These cyber criminals, literally watch vulnerabilities and patch updates so if they know that there's a vulnerability they go like they're watching that it's a this is a business it's a you know it's an organized um crime as well so they i mean they take it to heart they spend a lot of money in to get into your data systems so it truly is i mean every every day is a battle and you speak of the um admin rights you know today you know what cyber criminals do try with all the phishing and spoofing you know, security awareness is, you know, big at Diamond. What we do is train and educate because, you know, the human firewall, as we like to call it, we like to strengthen. So if once they get in, like before it would be, you know, these criminals would just go in, lock you down and say, ha ha, I got your, you know, information. Now they, they get in and they lurk, right? So they spend some time and they start, you know, laterally going around looking for, like they might get in through the receptionist or, most likely the accounting person, but then they spend time lurking and getting into the systems. So now what they're going to do is, you know, maybe knock off your backups and do some damage first. Then they're going to attack. Now they're going to say, all right, shut you down. Do you want your data? Because you can't get it, you know. So that's, that's all part of, you know, every day is new technology, new cyber, you know, techniques and tactics and so it's a full-time job educating everybody, you know. I was going to say, this is why we can't have nice things. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. So you use the phrase organized crime, and I was going to say that when I think of organized crime, that this is not what I think of, but you're right. They are very thoughtful and strategic and organized when it comes to who they're going to attack and how they're going to do it. And God, that's awful. Terrifying. you you hear about the the large attacks, you know, and they're you know what we call the, like the big whale, you know, just like you refer to, you know, as a big score. It may take a year, you know, to do that. But think of a salesperson going after a big account, right? They're not just going to pick up the phone and do a cold call and say, hey, you know, and, and you know, and score a twenty million dollar job, right? You know, so nope. no, this takes time, and you know, they have to get in, yeah. you know, because these large organizations. They have all the cyber tools, you know, they're doing it, right? But there's always a way in because of a vulnerability. And Damn. most often it's the human yeah. firewall. Human factor. So how do you uh, educate the human firewalls to do a better job? So it's all about security awareness training. So we're constantly, um, you know, number one, you must have a security awareness platform in place for your frontline, which is your employees. Um, so there's weekly micro training telling them what's out there right now. Um, look out for this, all different kinds of phishing attempts, spoofing, vishing, um, you now because it's not just on your computer, it's anything electronic. You wake up and you're getting attacked all different ways, you know, your phone, you know, your computer, your TVs, you know, everything is electronic. So, you know, it, you have to lock down. And if you don't know, you don't know. So training is a must. So what we do is we train um, by doing that and keeping them in front of ways people are trying to attack them. And it's, it's constant. It's not just one and done because, I mean, we all know, did you ever try to learn Excel? You know, you, you got you walk out of that class, I can do this, you know, right? you know and then and you don't, you know, and you try oh. to do it two months later, and it's like, can't do it. Yeah. It's the same thing, it's, but it's constant because they keep trying to change because it's organized right the tactics keep changing and they keep changing as fast as the technology does and once you know it hits the media you know it's all but okay they've exhausted everybody they can so they try to you know attack and attack fast. that's what you think <laughs> right. it's not the prince of nigeria anymore right you know? exactly <laughs> perfect example is have either one of you heard about the um the gift card scan like from last year uh -uh. you're vulnerable you know, if you were there my you client, you would know all okay. about that. Wait, is this where somebody poses as the CEO, sends an email to me and asks me to buy a bunch of gift cards from Amazon to give out as Christmas gifts? Oh. Correct. They? Okay. okay, that that I know. You know what it is? Like our IT department, uh, they subscribe to something similar. And every single mm -hmm. day, Kate and I get like fake emails that are intended to right. try so to trick us. Attempts, and so we've training. gotten that a bunch of times. Actually, like... It's so funny because it's the same, um, the same one every time. Like our president CEO Michelle Sakurko will send me an email that's <laughs> like, "I want to get a gift for the staff, including you." You know, right. so, go out and get like, you know, it's it's just like, oh yeah. There was one where they almost got me, and I can't remember what it was. But like every so often, they're they're really good, and they're really I mean, close really to like what the real well, things would really look like. And I think that the thing that keeps me in in particular, but a lot of people in general, I think, from clicking it is the the shame, the ridicule, because somebody did fall for it once. And yeah. at every staff meeting for like a year after that, they were like, how's it going with those gift cards there, Vint? And it was just <laughs> too funny. That's close. I, I loved it that um, that you said that because what we encourage is 
um, competitiveness, right? So it's called your vulnerability score. Every employee has a score. So because those phishing, those phishing emails go out, right? And then each week is a micro, micro um, video with a little training lesson on it, a little quiz at the end, you know? And so it goes out to everybody. And what you're doing is you're ignoring, if you ignore it or if you click on it. So everybody's score is, you know, high, right? So now the weekly meetings, it's like, okay, which the it's housekeeping, you know, what is the employee vulnerability score? You know, who's leading the pack and who do we need to, you know, kick in the butt, you know? Wow. So, and clients do it and encouraging, you know, they in turn, you know, look at like a half a day off, you know, or day off, you know, for, you know, a great score at the end of the month or quarter. That's things awesome. Like that. I mean, That's it's fantastic. building a human firewall because now everybody's like, I'm not clicking it. You I'm know, not clicking it. Hello. I am 100% more terrified of clicking on a fake one than a right. real one. Right. I don't know that's whether right. that's a good thing. You were like, I've been emailing you all week. I'm sorry. I have missed many legitimate emails, requests from our IT department to, to like do patches and fixes because I'm like, I'm not clicking that. You can't trick me. Right. You can't trick me. I'm not doing that. So, yeah. I wake up pretty early in the morning to get. Right, right. So you'd be surprised how many today people are transferring money because they got an email from the CEO saying, you know, hey, look, and it's more of the companies that you know were that a common thing, uh-huh. and like the bigger fish, you know. But I've done seminars and like you know, and banks were it attending, uh-huh. and they're like, yeah, last week, and I'm like, you would think like. You know, no, you know, but it still happens every day, every day. Yeah. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. I know. <laughs> Thank God people like you are out there to help other people navigate through this. Because <laughs> what a mess. What an absolute. Is your data backed up? I think so. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> right. You know, you're double checking. <laughs> right. And, you know, I feel like for the, the small to medium sized companies, they're the perfect target because their security is probably fine. Um, and they've probably got like enough in insurance and savings that if somebody tries to ransom their stuff, mm-hmm. they're definitely going to pay, you know, like target probably would pay. I think they did pay at one point. So like, it, it's just volume. You know what I mean? It's quality or quantity over quality. And you make a ton of money just by hacking people and selling back their stuff. And most likely this the are a human, like the capital pipeline. Yeah. You know, people mm. every day are like, oh, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me. Well, how much is your your gas today? You know, you, you know why that is? Right. You know, the supply chain was affected. But even that was a human, you know, it's it's based that, it, you know, it got in through like an administrative person got clicked. You know, they yep. even have a gadget. I mean, you think of a capital pipeline, you're thinking, you know, boilers and smoke and grease, you know, like this hmm. is. But no, it's really run through a modern, you know, technology, a digital. I mean, they even have a gadget. Um, it's called a pig, something like that, that goes through all the pipes, just looking for anomalies. So you think with all these cyber tools protecting them, how the heck did it happen? Right. Yeah. I'll tell it you was, exactly how it happened. Somebody got an email from Michelle Sikirka that said, like, you know, I'm looking to get everybody a gift, including you. Human, you know. that human firewall that was fascinating um okay i think we're going to take a quick break and then we come back we're going to play a game called awful or awesome 
And we're back, and it is now time to play my favorite game, Awful or Awesome, uh, which today is brought to you by One Team Financial. I'm going to name three things, and you have to decide quickly if they're awful or awesome, and be prepared to defend your answers. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. All right. Um, frozen yogurt. And yeah, I was just watching The Good Place, where Michael described frozen yogurt as you know human beings take something really great and they make it a little bit worse in order to have a whole bunch more of it so i love frozen yogurt but i it's not it's not, it's not ice cream yeah right. it's not ice cream right. and it's also not something that i can eat a whole lot more of because it's not ice cream i feel like when i hit the toppings bar it's just a kind of a free-for-all with the yeah. you know I think I was telling Vinny, frosted animal crackers. I don't know why, no other place in my life do I want to eat those, but when they're part of a Froyo toppings bar, I just want all of them. <laughs> Ever consider just going, getting a plate, and then like getting just the toppings, you know, like not actually order any frozen yogurt, but just put like the little Reese's cups down on the plate and be like, I'd like to have this. So in my normal life, I would usually be like, I can't have that. That's really, that's just far too many. Like, I need to count my calories. I need to be good. But as soon as you <laughs> add frozen yogurt to the equation, I'm like, all the toppings. So I'm going to say awful with the possibility mm -hmm. of awesome and vice versa. Awesome with the possibility of awesome. What we used to have a frozen yogurt place by us. It was uh, 16 Handles. Uh, I'm sure it's a chain. I'm sure it's everywhere. Yeah. But they closed down recently. Um, sometime during the pandemic. But before that, I went a couple times. I'm not a big sweets person. I'm more like the pizza potato chips type. But um, yeah, like it's it's good-ish, you know? Like I think, um, like Kate, it can very easily escalate where you combine <laughs> toppings that shouldn't be combined. Right. You know, you're like, oh, this, this looks great. I, I love Reese's Cups. And oh, I love the little like, I don't even know what they call them, the little beads sure. of like yeah, the strawberry beads. juice, you know? Like, yeah. uh, yeah, the old the old war is it Jimmy or Sprinkles? You know, Jimmy's or Sprinkles, what right? Part exactly. of Jersey do you live in? You know, New Jersey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm a Sprinkles person. I'm up north, but uh, I I know the Jimmy's I, are very very much a thing. I never even heard of them referred to as Jimmy's until like after college. I okay. think um like somebody what? somebody once was asking this exact question like Sprinkles what? or Jimmy's, and I'm like, what's a Jimmy? I had never heard of it or Taylor Hand. Oh, yeah, Taylor Ham is how I know it. Pork roll. I, I guess pork I roll. I don't know. I mean, like, that was another one. Not only did I not know that there was a, a format war between pork yeah. roll and Taylor Ham, <laughs> like, I grew up not eating either one of those things. Same. So, like, I'm like, what What are pork roll and Taylor Ham? Right. <laughs> you know, like, Start there, right? <laughs> I had to go out and get, like, a sandwich after somebody asked me that question for the first time. <laughs> Did you immediately regret it? Because I did. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, so is there a central New Jersey? Right? That's another I one. There is. They I come from Mercer County, so I feel yeah, like there is. Yeah. yeah. All right, Cora, frozen yogurt, awful or awesome? I would never turn it down. There you go. <laughs> well, I mean, if somebody's offering me some, right, like if right, somebody's right. hand is out and they're like, here, have some frozen yogurt. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some good frozen yogurts out there. I, know. I agree. I agree. It's that it's that part of the day when they when you set the cup onto the the scale to weigh because mm -hmm. they sell it by yeah. weight. Oh my god. Okay. So next up, uh, the directions. As in, I like to read the directions before I try to put a bookcase together, or 
don't read the directions. Directions are for people who don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? So you guys want to go first? Uh, for well, I got a pet peeve on directions. <laughs> really? Oh so right more there, about that. There's nothing worse than sending somebody an email or directions, you know, or something, and they just pick up the phone and they call you, you know, or a right? staff member or, you know, what, and it's like, did, did you did read, you read paragraph two? Did you, did you read paragraph two? <sighs> you know, so. I was going to say, like, usually that would be a sign that the directions were not clear enough. Oh, <laughs> That was But, you know, even, even driving directions, you know, do you stop yeah. and ask for directions? It's been the ultimate, you know, oh, mm -hmm. now let me just try to do it myself. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the directions. I think the yes. directions are awesome. I love directions. Stop and ask. You'll save yourself time. Yep. Yeah, it depends what I'm doing. I, I don't know. Like if I if I feel like I know what I'm doing, then I'm I'm a serial directions skimmer. But okay. um if I if I, I know, know I'm are. out of my depth <laughs> and I am I am conscious enough to know when I'm out of my depth, then I I will read like how every long you let it go. Book. You know, how long like an hour into it, like okay, I, I, I uncle. <laughs> no, it usually happens before I get into something. Like, you know, like if you if you were to buy a TV. And you would expect the TV to come fully assembled. And this has never happened. But let's just say they sent you like a bunch of capacitors and wires. I would know that I was out of my depth. And I would read the instructions thoroughly. And I'd probably return the thing outright and be like, I bought a TV, not a kit. But oh yeah, God. like, um, I think a lot of it too, is just that like a lot of the directions I read for things are horrible. Like, yeah. um, I got a 3D printer. And the director, the directions were like, I mean, they were English, but not, you know? <laughs> so I had to go on YouTube and watch a video. And I knew from the start, I was way out of my depth putting this thing together. So it was like, thank God that video was out there. Speaking right. of which, the last thing I put together, I bought, I co-bought a grill with my friend, Christine, shout out to Christine. And the grill was supposed to come with directions, but it did not. So we had to Google a YouTube video and we had to keep like, backing up and backing because the video was just like and then you do this yeah. and then you do this and then you do this and we were like wait it was so hard i hated it it was so hard and then the ads get triggered when you go back and you're like ah. right <laughs> yeah buy a, a grill like are you guys you're not next door neighbors like no no <laughs> she loves to grill and i have a deck and so okay. We co-own the grill. It lives at my house and she comes over once or twice a month with all the food and she grills and we eat. And it's a really beautiful. I, I was gonna image. say, what you, like you drive it to her house like after yeah. two weekends. <laughs> I know, your turn, you know, yeah. pick up. No, she it's like having custody with visitation rights, I guess. <laughs> all right, last one. Uh, we, I don't know when exactly this is going to air, but we, it was just the 4th of July here and we, there was a whole bunch of hot dog eating contests in the news. So, um, the last one is hot dog eating contests and I'm going to say awesome in theory, but theory. awful to be the person doing the eating. I would not want to participate in one. I don't, know I don't even I know how to do it. it. <laughs> you don't know how you do it? I don't know how it. anyone does it. Like oh. I eat, like if I eat three hot dogs, I feel like I regretted my life decisions. For, you know, like three hot dogs, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know, like how do you eat seventy? You know, it's that's insane. I know, very much. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. So you guys, I don't think I've ever watched one. Like, like really, like sat and watched it. I've seen clips. Like, you know, you're watching something, and they're like, so this weekend was this blah blah blah, and like 
they show you and you're just like, whoa, okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you got to turn it off. You got to look away. Uh, they did it on Grey's Anatomy once, I think in season one. And uh, the the winner among the interns who did it took all the hot dogs out of the buns, ate the hot dogs first, and then soaked the buns in water and like mashed them into her mouth. And she won. And I thought, that's ingenious, but cutthroat. Like, that's what are you doing to your body, man? That's crazy. Right. So I, Nathan's Hot Dogs has the annual hot yeah. dog eating contest. And that's what they do. They mush up the, because you have to eat the bun and the dog. So they mush it up and they like practically drink the buns, you know, but. Oh, this one's awful. All right. I think I'm going to change it to just awful because okay. it's not awesome in theory. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, um, yeah, I, I, it's, no, I, I can't even, I was going to try yeah. to defend it in a way, you know, like I'm sure like, you know, people who do it have a lot of fun, but like, no, we shouldn't be encouraging that kind of, I'm no. sure there's people that watch that, that like, Think like they should eat seventy hot dogs and no. Right. Uh, so that that's the game, which today <laughs> okay. was brought to you by One Team Financial. Um, Cora, actually, I I was gonna ask a, a random like totally off the cuff question. You know, like we're we're here in the pandemic and everybody has their little like display. You know, I I have like the green screen oh. behind me because there is not one single place in my house that is like worth showing on the screen oh. to anyone. But like I love this like little display you have here with the the plaque with the the clouds and the, the what is, are they poinsettias like this is beautiful I'm just saying yeah it's well, a nice background obviously the diamond is our logo you know yeah. so that's our our business logo. inside a cloud I love it <laughs> right um, cloud technology so I got it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, all right right <laughs> and the plaques obviously are accolades um, for awards that diamond was um, acknowledged on lists. So the list being from the channel companies, um, top innovative uh, companies presenting their clients with um, innovative technologies to fight off cybercrime, as we were talking about earlier. Earlier, so you see, um, what's in fact not, not up there now is um, 2021. Diamond did make the list uh, as being one of the top uh, companies recognized for um, providing our clients innovative tools to fight off technology. So it's pretty special. Thank yeah. you, Chris. That's awesome. <laughs> Congratulations. Very cool. Thanks. Trying to keep it, keep it simple. If we are at war. This is what I start all my webinars and my security awareness training. We are at war. And how do you win war? You got to be, you got to suit up. You got to have the right tools. You know, you wouldn't send, you know, our, our, our men in arms out there with no jackets or helmets, right? So your front line needs to be protected. I love that. <laughs> Anything coming up you'd like to promote? Um, sure, actually. Um, Diamond Business Communications, uh, myself, actually, um, has just started an initiative which, with a website, NewJerseyBusinessStars.net. And what I am doing is I'm actually seeking out um, New Jersey stars that are stars in their own right as successful CEOs, business leaders. Um, whatever level level um, they've accomplished, and share with you know all of us, you know, and providing tips and secrets, and because we're all conducting business in New Jersey, we're all facing the same economic challenges. Why not share you know how they do it and how they've been successful for the up and coming you know new CEOs, new leaders, new businesses. You know, let's all share that you know how we can be successful. So. 
that's my initiative I've taken on and we just actually started. So, you know, if you know any business stars, you know, that want to be share their, you know, stories, send them to Diamond Business Communication or I'm sorry, New Jersey Business Stars that night. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you, how can they do it? Well, our website is diamondvc.net. Pretty short and sweet. Now, it used to be diamondbusinesscommunications.com, like this long, right? So it's like, okay, diamondbc.net. And, you know, you can always call me, um, 609-642-9300. Uh, but sure, you know, contact information is right there on the website. Awesome. Fantastic. Now you're in my business, right? <laughs> I, I love the platform that you're doing. It's getting to know, you know, just people's business and yeah. encouraging. I've been, I've been watching a few and, you know, things I didn't know. So it's pretty cool. Oh, That's awesome. Hey. Thank you. Thank uh, you so much. I can't wait for you to go live. I got to get all your social media tags. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a fan. Nice. All right. I think that that is our show. Thank you to our listeners, especially the subscribers. We really appreciate the support. Thank you to New Jersey Manufacturers Insurance Group, the official sponsor of the show. They do home, auto, and workers' comp. So check them out if you need some updated coverage. Finally, thank you to Cora Park of Diamond Business Communications for joining us today. It was so great to hang out with you. Thank you also, Kate. Thank you, Vince. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Right. Bye-bye.